Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Ah, uh, okay. We're here today because we want to talk about content. You know, it's my favorite thing. If you've heard me before, you've been on my calls, you know how much I love content, right? Is that a surprise to anybody? No, hopefully not. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to share with you today my top five content secrets. Actually, not that secret, but my co- top five content secrets that will help you start to grow your audience and convert your audience right now. Okay. Because the reality is a lot of times, raise your hand if you can relate to this or uh, do you feel like you're putting content out and it's like a hamster wheel of what do I put out? When do I put it out? What do I say? What do I do? How do people respond? What do I do when people respond? I don't know what to post. I don't know when to post it. I don't know the best time to post it. I don't know if I should put it on Facebook. Don't know if I should put it on Instagram. Todd's like, ah, yes, that is literally like, I am not, the, I am not the only one who's ever felt that way. Is that correct? I'm sure every single one of us on this call at some point has felt that way. Okay, great. We're in the right place. We're in the right place. Okay, so I'm going to share with you my top, like I said, my top five content secrets. So let's get right on into it. You know how much I love slides. So here we go. Um, okay. Go, you don't need to see the cover slide. The first one I want to talk to you about is create content for your audience and not for yourself. This is a big one. This is a big one. And the reason I say this is because most people, when they come to me and want to know how to start creating content, I say, well, let's take a look at your content. And what they're showing me is content that has zero engagement, low amount of reach without having to put money behind it, okay? Organic reach, organic engagement is very low. So what that tells me, A, is that your audience does not like your content. It tells me that you think that's the content that you should be putting out, but you haven't taken time to actually look at the analytics, look at the data and say, okay, audience, this is what I like. This is what you want to see. Okay, so create content or create content for your audience and not for you. I'm going to give you a secret book that I'm reading right now that is a freaking game changer. Because you know, I've talked about the disc. I talked about a couple weeks ago. I did a, a thing about uh, how to create content for the disc profile. Right? If you were on that call, it's a really good call. We got a lot of good insight from that. I want you to read this book. It's called Surrounded by Idiots. Surrounded by Idiots. And first of all, how many of you are a D on this call? One, two, three. Keep your hand up. I want to see you. One, two, three, four, five. Five people. Okay. Ds. Okay. There are 32 people on this call. What is that? One in, uh, 15% of us are Ds. I'm going to tell you something that we do wrong, Dees. I'm going to tell you right now. We put content out that we want. We speak to Dees. But look at how many people on this call are not Dees. 
So if you're putting content out and you're only speaking to Ds, your audience is not going to grow. Now, don't get me wrong. You still want content to speak to Ds so you can convert the Ds. But if you want to find more Ds to get into your audience, you want to find more Ds, you want to grow your content, you want to grow your, your channel, you got to speak to the people that are not Ds. And Ds are guilty, guilty, guilty of this. I can point out a D based on your content about 95% of the time. Okay, short bullet points. Do, 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 do. Okay. Less than 5% of the population of people are Ds. Which is very weird for me. I'm going to tell you. It's weird. I learned that factor. I was like, wait, what? Like, not everybody's like me? Not everybody's a D? Oh my gosh. Because a lot of my friends are Ds. A lot of my really close friends are Ds. A lot of them. But we are, we are, we are a product of the five people that we surround ourselves the most with. Isn't that what uh, I think Jim Rohn said that? So that's not surprising that a lot of my friends are Ds. But if you are a D and you are speaking to Ds, stop doing that. Or you can keep doing that, but don't complain when your audience doesn't grow. Because that's why it's not growing. The highest percentage of population of people are an S. So how many of you are S's on this call? Or have a high S? There's probably a lot more I's on this call than anything. Because a lot of realtors are I's. The largest population of people are S. So if you want to grow your audience, you need to create people or create content for people who are an S. I will give you some adjectives. You asked a great question. I will give you some adjectives. I love this book. It's so good. I'm like, ah. Okay, let me show you what S people tend to describe themselves as. Well, please, I'm getting there. Friendly, calm, reliable, considerate, pleasant, patient, predictable, stable, team player, discreet, thoughtful, and your S's are really good listeners. These are the people that are not going to like speak about themselves. These are the people who are like, oh, I don't want to talk about myself. I don't want to brag. I don't want to come off as I'm, I'm, I'm sharing too much. They're, they're so like, they're, they're, they're very, very like inside. That is the largest percentage of people. So your tip for you that you take from this is if you want to grow your content, you want to grow your audience and you want to reach more people online, you need to be talking to S's bottom line. Your C's are also a very high percentage of the population. Your C's are your compliance that we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Those are the people that are detail oriented. Like if you get a detail wrong, you're going to call you out that you got the detail wrong. Okay. It's a very large percentage of people. Debbie, is, are you laughing at me because it's true? Yeah. Do you do that? Oh, you don't call people out? She does do it. Yeah. Debbie's like, you're wrong. You're so wrong. Okay. But those are the largest percentage of population. So if you want to reach more people, you, your content needs to talk to those S's and C's. I'm just telling you that right now. Stop creating content for yourself. Now, if you are an S or a C and you, sorry, I just saw Debbie's comment. I like to think I'm nice about it. Yeah, you are, Debbie. You're very nice about it. I'll give you that. <laughs> um, but if you are an S or a C, 
and you are putting content out there that also speaks to an SRC, you also need to pay attention, like we're going to go back to kind of the beginning of this whole point, is pay attention to your analytics. Meta analytics are amazing. They will tell you exactly what your audience likes. They will tell you if your content reached a large amount of people. They will tell you if your content is good for awareness. They will tell you if your content is good for engagement. They will tell you if your content is potentially conversion content. You just got to pay attention to those analytics. And so when you do, then you recreate that content or you create content that's in that same category. A really good example is I was working with uh, an agent yesterday about her content and we looked at her analytics and we realized she's like, I don't have any good content. I'm like, do you not? Okay. Like one of like, I think our top performing video had like maybe a hundred views. So, I mean, to some people that could seem like that's not good, but there's a lot you can learn from a hundred views based on the metrics, based on how the metrics are split up and what they're telling you, what category they fall in, whether it's awareness, evaluation, consideration, or conversion, or the two, the four con- the four cycles of the content funnel. If you know how to read your analytics, you can actually take your video that has only 50 views or only 100 views and make that even better for you. Okay, next. Let's move on. Thank you, Steve. He's like, you're but, but light, the darn sunshine. Washington and starring sunshine in the morning. Okay, wait, this is kind of point number one and point number two, because they just go ha- kind of hand in hand. It's, you've got to review your analytics. We'll probably talk about that a little bit further in a second, because like I said, your anal- analytics will help people go down the funnel of content, your, your audience funnel, and you'll be able to find the people and get them to convert to you. The next, next tip I want to give you is recycle your content to multiple formats. So what I mean by this is not just taking your content from Facebook to Instagram to YouTube to TikTok. You've actually got to recycle your content into different formats. There are multiple types of formats. There's talking head. There's a short form reel. There's static posts. There's carousels. There's a long form talking head. There's visual metaphors, visual storytelling. And your content should actually be recycled in multiple different ways. So like an email or a a video that performed really well on a talking head, for example, should be recycled into maybe a longer form YouTube video. Maybe that should be recycled into uh, an email drip campaign. Maybe that should be recycled into a short form reel. Could be recycled into a carousel, could be recycled into a photo. But you got to recycle that content. Let it live forever and ever. The one thing I hate is when people say social media is where content goes to die. It's 100% not an untrue statement. 100% untrue. I have content that I'm putting out today that I've created 15 times. No one knows it. Because I've, I've created it 15 times because it performs well for me. Because I look at my analytics and I say, okay, all right, analytics, what are you going to tell me today? So we look at our analytics, we go 30, 60, 90, 180, and two years back. So we look at content all the way back to two years. And if you're really good about creating evergreen content, you can recycle that two-year-old content and you can redo that into a whole new piece of content today. And no one's the wiser. And you save a ton of time. So if you are struggling with content ideas, 
Go back and look at your analytics. Your analytics will tell you what people want. And if you don't have a good, if you don't have like an Instagram business and you're still on an Instagram personal account and you can't go back and look at analytics because it doesn't let you do that, uh, you can go back and just look at like, you're gonna have to scroll through your Instagram and be like likes, comments, shares, whatever. Look at each post individually. It's a little bit harder, which is why I encourage you, if you do not have a Facebook business or Instagram business account, you should get one because it's gonna help you a lot more and at least understanding your content than um, having a personal account. All right, tip number four, and I'm super, super passionate about this one. Tell stories, not facts. Okay, storytelling, 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 storytelling. So here's an example of a fact, okay? Eric and Rosa bought a house from me and we helped them get into a house in five days. Fact. Okay. Another fact is I've got a five-star testimonial or a five-star review. That's a fact. Another fact is, hey, I just put this house on the market. That's a fact. Does that tell you anything? You're learning nothing from that. Cool. You got a five-star review. Cool. Are you going to show me to get a one-star review? Probably not. You're not going to show me if you get a one-star review. You're only going to show me the five-star reviews, right? Have any of you ever put out a one-star review? Be like, yeah, I got a one-star review. No, you don't. Why would you? Okay. But what you will do is you'll be like, you know, I had these clients and, you know, their house is on the market for 65 days. 65 days. And in any market, 65 days can be really stressful. It can lead to a lot of emotional emotional upset. It can lead to a lot of distress, a lot of fighting between a, a, a couple, right? A lot of financial worry. Could be a, a, lot of, a lot of things. There's a lot of things that can come from having your house on the market for 65 days or for even two days in this market right now in Washington. Okay. <laughs> in my market, at least. But if I were to just say, hey, we like I just just sold this house and it was on the market for 65 days and then we sold it for 10% over asking price, that does not tell the story. So think about it when you're going back and you're looking at what you're trying to explain or what you're trying to showcase. How can you showcase what you're doing? How can you explain to people what you're doing? Because I really don't care that you got a five-star review, to be super honest with you. Cool. I mean, that's my goal too, right? I mean, I shouldn't say I don't care. I do. But like, that's not what's going to make me want to look at your content. And the reality is, even though I am a real estate agent, you want me to know what you do for a living. You want me to know what sets you apart. Why? Why should I know what you do? I'm asking. Anyone can, anyone can ask me this, answer this question. Referrals. Yeah. 100%. Plus, you don't want to be a commodity. Right. You don't want to be a commodity. Like, you guys, I know one, on this call alone, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight real estate agents in my market. Eight in my own market. Every single one of us are different. And the only way you know that is because we tell our story. 
But if I were to say, hey, and actually, to be honest with you, two of you are in like within a five, 10, 15 minute or 50 mile, 15 mile radius of me. Okay. But we're all so different. But the only way you know that, the only way you are all here on my call today versus any of these other agents who have a call is because of the stories that I tell. Like I could sit here and I'd be like, yeah, I sold $20 million last year. I did this. I did that. That's cool. But you're here because what you know about me is that I run a business. I love systems. I love people. I like to teach. I like to share. I like to inspire. And you're here for one of those reasons. You're not here just because I sold $20 million last year and I was uh, number, I was the top one and a half percent of EXP agents in Washington. Cool. Yay. Right. That's not why you're here. So you just got to remember about the storytelling that the hell stories don't just tell the facts, share the story behind how you got the fact. And if you can look at it from that point of view, that's going to make a huge difference in actually converting the content. Stories also talk about like your personal stories, stories about your life. Have any of you ever seen any of my stories about my dog? See my dog. I mean, even though my dog had her spleen removed in September. She, yeah, see, Jackie does. Because I told the story. But if I had just not told the story about my dog having her spleen removed and just been like, my dog got her spleen removed, it probably wouldn't hit, right? And as you know, like, not everybody is going to connect to every story. Some people really connect to my fitness story. Some people are intimidated by it. Some people really connect with the fact that I love to read. Some people really are connected to the fact that I love to read fiction. Some people don't. But there's so many different aspects to you as an individual that you got to make sure you share all of those stories because all of those stories are what makes you unique. All of those stories are what draw people to you. And all of those stories are what's going to help people want to continue to come to you. Okay. Okay. I have a couple questions that I will answer at the end. I want to share the last tip. The last tip is my probably my favorite one. And the most important one, do not do this. Do not post just listed or just sold. I'm not going to put that any other way. Just don't do it. Why? Anyone know why I say that? I'm the story. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. I heard nobody cares. Not a story. That's a fact. Cool. I just listened. But the reality is the way I look at it. Who here has a real estate license? Okay. Do you know how to just list and just sell a house? Okay. Take to break it to you. There's 45 of us on this call. So we all know how to just list and just sell houses. So if I'm not healthy, if I'm not sharing the story behind the just listed or the just sell, the just sold, I'm just like every single one of you on here. There's nothing different about us. So get the just listed and just sold out of your feed. Stop doing it. Sarah Stone actually had a really good story. She she did a video. Uh, she did a home tour reel. I, I showed her a, a different, gave her some ideas on how to do a home tour reel. And she had a listing that had been on the market. I think it was it was stale. Like it had been on the market for a few months. And she did the she did the video in a different way. And she actually had someone reach out to her from the video and just say, hey, I want to go take a look at that house. Did they buy yet? I don't, I don't think they bought that house, but did they buy yet, Sarah? 
Not yet. Are they still shopping? Yeah, they're still shopping. That's an $800,000 buyer that Sarah picked up from one video by telling the story the right way. So and I'm, I don't, I'm not literally not just saying that. Samara in Florida, she did the exact same thing. She, she, did a, she did a home tour the way I told her to do a home tour. And she had a buyer come through her Facebook page and say, hey, I want to go look at that home. And now they're working together. So if you're not sharing your story, people are not going to reach out to you and just say, hey, I want to come buy and sell from you. I can share my stories all day, every day. I like other people's stories better. Okay, so there's a couple of questions in here. Um, what are S people like? We talked about that. Uh, Joy says, I'm so guilty of this. I can't send those long rambling posts all the social media tell us to write. No, I don't want to share my feelings with everyone. Thank you very much. Joy, there you are. I see you. I can totally relate to this. But I got to tell you, those stories where I share my feelings, thank you very much. Those are the ones people love. I, I know people love it. It's just not about you. I, I know. And, and I meant to say all the social media coaches, you know, say to do that. I'll write all the long thing and, you know. I know it's not about me and you could have knocked me over with a feather today because you said that and I said oh my god I'm 100% guilty of not getting out of my D yeah it is not about you your content I hate to bring it to you your social media is not about you I know if you're using social media as a marketing tool now if you want to use right. your social media as a personal like it's all about me cool that's fine but once you are you have decided to use social media as a marketing tool it is no longer about you yeah. And, and you're right. It just really hit me today. I mean, mm -hmm. it was a ton of bricks because I would say went went to dinner, such and such, loved the loved it, whatever. And that's enough for me, you know, instead of all the details. And yeah, now, don't yeah. get me wrong. There's there's a there's a nice balance. Like you want to have some that are just kind of without you. Right. Yeah. Just, you want to be authentic. Right. So don't don't make everything like right. not. You know, authentic, like, no, like everything like that. But you have to throw in a sprinkle of that because that sprinkle every now and then is going to be what people are going to be like. You know how many people reach out to me? I posted my, my fitness story many times. I posted in a bunch of different ways every single time, every single time. People are like, oh my gosh, I, you're so inspiring. There's so many different things. And some of those, some of my best clients have come from me posting about my gym, going about being a gym fanatic. Okay. No one really cares. I mean, unless you unless you're really inspired about going to the gym and getting in shape, right? But there's a lot of people out there who are. So you got to think about the things about you that make you unique. Like there's a lot of people, probably even on this call, who are really want to get in shape, really want to get, really want to know how to do it. There's a lot of people on this call who really want to know how to build habits, that discipline. A lot of people. And so the more you can share those things about yourself, the more people are going to connect with you and want to buy from you. So I would encourage you, yeah, Joy, we are both high peas. <laughs> I would encourage you to post that. Okay, so Amy says, my growth is also in recruitment of agents for my team and brokerage laser focus in 2024. I am a high DI. I need to figure out how to do an S or C. This will be tough for me. Yeah, Amy, it is. Are you here? Are you here? Where are you? Where's Amy? There she is. She's just not at her desk. Okay, well, this is recorded, so watch it. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, the, the speaking to the SCs is, is challenging. But I will tell you, my husband is a, is a high SC. So like, it's a lot easier for me to learn. Fortunately, I have a partner in my life who's completely the opposite of me when it comes to that. He's very, we balance each other. Like I'm this. And he's a, wait a second. 
Let's think about this multiple times. So Amy, I was actually talking about your question. I just saw you came back. <laughs> um, we're talking about how to com how to communicate with an SRC. Yeah, like that's where you got the touchy feely emotions. That's where you got it. I know, I know, Amy, but Joy, and I just talked about this. <laughs> like, is the touchy feely emotions? It's the those of you who who have a hard time connecting with the SC. Tell just tell more stories about yourself. Just tell personal stories. I'm like, how do you not get touchy feely and emotionally connected? Because I'm an IC. And so I'm all about the touchy feelings, but I'm also a detail person. Yep. Those high eyes probably have a lot. It's a lot easier for a high eye to connect or to at least talk about their feelings. It's hard for the eyes to actually want to hear what other people have to say because eyes are like. Hey, that's an eye. That's what an eye is all about. So I, it's really easy for them to connect with a touchy feely. Okay. So you eyes out there. Okay. You have your chance. Talk about yourself all you want. Share all you want about yourself. Now's your chance. I'm telling you to do it. Okay. But us Ds, okay, I am a DI and also a C. I am zero S. Zero. Maybe a little bit. Like tiny bit. Tiny bit. But I'm pretty much a DI. Um, but yeah, you got to just like talk about yourself. Joy said she loves Metricool for analytics, scheduling, repurposing. She uses the free version. That's great. I personally prefer meta analytics. It's a lot easier for me to read the metrics I want, but find your analytics tool and use that one, whichever one it is. Just use that one. doesn't matter. If you have gone into any of my workshops, or any of my trainings, I show you how to use meta analytics at a deep level. Um, Okay. Isabel wants to know what's a great book for becoming a better storyteller. I have like on my list of books, I have few. I have uh, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller, Stories That Sick by Kinder Hall. Um, and I think there's another one that I just put in my cart. I can't remember what it is, uh, but those two are my two favorite. Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller and Stories That Stick by Kinder Hall. There's also a podcast, CEO Success Stories, that's really good. Other things I recommend if you want to become a better storyteller is to read biographies of people. Right now, I'm listening to Steve Jobs. Like, I'll, I'm all about this morning. I said to my, my, I have a millionaire mastermind partner. And I was like, I'm tired of listening to the millionaires. I don't want to any more millionaires. No more. I want to listen to billionaires. But I have a whole series of books on billionaires now that I'm about to listen to. And I'm just super excited. So you guys are what, you're coming for you. Just watch. Here it comes. It's going to filter through me and come to you. But yeah, so I would recommend if you want to learn to be a better storyteller, listen to a lot of memoirs. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights is one of the best ones I've ever listened to. So good. The way he tells his story is just incredible. The way that he can inspire you to take action through, the, through his own personal story. Like just listen and repeat. Another really good one that I loved was Will by Will Smith. Incredible. He's an incredible storyteller. Katrina is how funny yours. He's an incredible storyteller, like such a good storyteller. So that's, a, you know, you can read story books all day about the how to's, but I have personally learned that learning how to tell stories comes better by listening to other people tell theirs. Um, okay. Uh, Amy said, I'm a high D. I want to recruit agents to work with me. Amy, we should, um, Preeti, are you here? I see you. Do you have my calendar linked, looked up, or pulled up? If you can pull that up, Amy, you should book a call on my calendar. We can talk about that because 
That's also one of my things for 2024 as well. So I have some ideas for you. Um, okay. Anything else? Any questions? Any other uh, thoughts, insights as we're coming through? Okay. What do you think? What do you think? Can you all take some of these tips that we just learned and implement them? Yes. Linnea, what was yes. that podcast again? I'm looking it up, trying to subscribe. CEO success story. Is it Scott yeah. Clary? That one? I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'll find it. I'll find it. And, um, uh, send it to you or put it in the group. Okay, thank you. I have to look at it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. CEO success stories by who? Scott? Joy, who were you saying? Oh, I think it's Scott Clary. That's what came up. Okay, thank you. People, different CEOs. Is that it? And they tell their yep. story. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Thank you. Yep. But also listen to books about billionaires. Yeah. It's <laughs> so much. <laughs> You learn so much when you le- when you learn about a billionaire's mind, okay? And also, books about billionaires are amazing because look at how much education you're getting for you're getting it for f- almost like fifteen bucks if you're listening to an Audible, twenty five bucks if you're reading it, and you're learning how to become a billionaire for twenty five dollars. So, why not do that? Okay, all right, everyone. Thank you so much. I hope this is helpful. Um, I will see you next week. Actually, Krista is going to be on the call next week. She's going to be coming and sharing some of her her video tips because we all we all know she is the original video queen so uh she's gonna be coming and sharing some of that and then after this we actually have a series of people coming up um sabrina shaw she's gonna be here in march 1st and if you want to know youtube you want to talk to sabrina sabrina has got about 17 clients in contract right now from youtube so i would definitely listen to her and then after that we're gonna have tara roy come on and talk about youtube thumbnails if you want to like if you really want to kind of hit youtube as a strategy Jewie's going to come on and she's going to share how she got 50,000 GCI in her database from events without doing any marketing. So you want to learn what's actually working right now. Uh, The next few months, I'm going to have some people come and sharing their stories. So I appreciate you all. See you next week. Thank you. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.